Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brew Bloods. The Star Wars Holiday Beer Special. Starring Mark Hudson as Luke Skywalker. Dustin Taylor as Han Solo. Jennifer the Bearded Lady as Princess Leia. With Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. R2-D2 as R2-D2. And Javier Fuentes. The voice of Darth Vader. Episode 125 of Brew Bloods. I'm Mark, and on this episode, we're going to celebrate the holiday season and the release of Star Wars The Last Jedi. First up, Dustin tells us what gifts we should be buying for the craft beer lovers in all of our lives. And then we do a Star Wars beer pairing where we're going to pair Star Wars characters with craft beer. And it's worth noting that this is our last episode for 2017. We will return in 2018 with all new episodes. So let's get down on it. Let me see. For Skywalker, right? Yes. And perfume for the princess? Yes. What about Han Solo? Couldn't we get him here? That leaves one big problem. The Wookiee. Couldn't we get him a comb? He gave him a comb last year. What can you get? A wooden for Christmas when he already owns a comb. So today we're actually at a place we've never been before, and that's, uh, well, we've been here independently, say, we've but been here. we've never done an episode from here, and that's uh, Whole Foods Park Lane. This is one of the fanciest Whole Foods going. Man, I wish everyone could just witness one time Marcus's different levels when he has a headset on and when he doesn't. <laughs> it's very, no, it just, I do it's love amusing. NPR Mark. I'm trying to control the audio. It makes me want to donate all, for a tote like, bag. Hello, hey, it is donation well, season. So. Welcome to Brew Bloods episode. <laughs> and it sounds loud to me. And then he's like episode one twenty five when he takes it out. It's just it's just fun. That's all. <laughs> well, that's why we have compressors and. It's laners. weird because somehow you know a corduroy jacket like appears out of nowhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> on him. It's I'm like a Power Ranger for NPR voice. You should put that in your Twitter profile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Park Lane, we should say the Whole Foods is again one of the best Whole Foods going. Um, I'm I keep a Whole Foods journal, a track of every Whole Foods I go to across the nation. And the great thing about this Whole Foods, I know some others, not all of them have this, but they have a full, they used to have two bars in this store. They got rid of the second one. But they have, they're supposedly bringing it back. Are they? Yeah. Okay, well, they have a full-on craft beer bar here. What, what are they going to, why did they stop using it then I if they were no going to bring it back? That's a great question. Maybe they, had, I, they didn't I, think they would have the demand for it. It was a couple months ago I asked one of the bartenders here. They said, yeah, we're going to bring it back eventually. Oh, like, um, okay. Well, more seating. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, this is a great. It's a great place to come and eat lunch, yeah. have some beer. This particular bar right here is probably the most impressive Whole Foods one. Yeah, anywhere I've seen in DFW. Right. I would say that it even rivals uh, the flagship Whole Foods down in Austin off of Sixth Street. No, nope. like I think this has much better selection and, and seating area. I love this Whole Foods. No, it's, it's super great. expensive to shop at, but I love it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Well, all Whole Foods are. So. Yes, exactly. Hopefully, Hopefully our Amazon Prime uh, memberships yeah. will give us a discount in, in the future. 
So oh, today I have been looking for a Kindle. To uh, celebrate, well, we might get to that in a second. Uh, to celebrate the holiday season, uh, we all give each other gifts, and of course, we're going to be uh, talking about what you should be giving your craft beer lover for the holiday season. Whatever holiday you celebrate or don't celebrate. <laughs> yeah, it's the holiday season. Doesn't matter which. Yeah, it's the it's the tis the season to be spending money. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I came across a list from the very generic bestproducts.com website. It's extremely generic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they they put together a little uh, list of uh, best gift ideas for craft beer lovers. Now, Mace is not Dodge Geo Cities or something. <laughs> yeah, or, or blog post from a fat kid or whatever <laughs> we used to do in the break room. You know, it's, it's not one of those. Yeah. A uh, l- little more, little more uh, serious than that, but um, basically I picked the best ones I found on there. There were a couple I didn't bring in, like some Budweiser socks and a couple of t-shirts and some stuff. I'm like, eh. How is that for a craft beer lover? You know, Budweiser socks. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. So. Also, I feel like... Just ironic. ironic yeah. Craft beer fan. If there's one thing craft beer fans do not need, is more t-shirts, especially something related to drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pine glasses. That's true. Lord knows I have too many. I know, I'm overflowing <laughs> with pine glasses. Yeah, me yeah. Too. I think I'm just about to... I have a box we never even opened at the new house like four years ago. I think I'm just going to chunk it. I don't... Yeah. I've got enough glasses. I don't need more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, not it that I'm, long. Honestly, I am kind of glad that you know that with the TABC laws changing in Texas and beer tours, brewery tours being kind of going away a little bit. Like we've stopped having all these free glasses that you get for going have they, on a brewery have tour. They started going away. I mean, it feels like most people just open up their like most oh, breweries just, open up their brewery tour, oh, yeah, yeah. and that's tap, it. Tap and you don't, is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you don't that. actually, you know. Get your three tokens and a pint right. glass or something like it's that. Not, so, like, it's better. F- I mean, sure, I think it's yeah. better overall just because yeah. they're not wasting money and we don't have a bunch of glasses that we don't need. Yeah, exactly. Is that not something they can do now? I, I'm actually not No, no. I think he's just no, talking they, about the they opening can, up of tap But I think, like, okay. they're just yeah. shifting away from, you know, beer tour or brewery tours to now just, hey, our tap room is open. Come, okay. come have yeah. a beer. Come drink anytime. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. No tokens okay. required. So, uh, to start off this list, um, the first thing I saw in here was the Swag Brewery Brewery Brew Candle 3-Pack, which is a very confusing name. Yeah, it should just uh, be Swag Brewing Candle 3-Pack. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, this is a $40 value, and it gives you uh, three different candles recycled from 22-ounce bottles. Um, this says, these funky soy wax candles from Swag Brewery are inspired by the flavors and aromas of craft beers. They include an apricot wheat, hoppy IPA, and vanilla porter. Would you want a candle that smells like any of those things? I mean, vanilla porter sounds awesome, but also, you I, know, I if you wait long enough, you can just get one at Bed Bath & Beyond or something. Or not, Bath & Body Works. Plus, there candles since rarely actually resemble the odors on which they're based. Yeah, mm. so it probably aroma, wouldn't. sir. Let's make it sound positive. Sorry, aroma. I don't know. You get fancy with it. What kind of peasant candles have you been burning? <laughs> Your wife deserves the better. peasant candle company. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, putting up with no. I only yeah. I only shop for the finest of Yankee candles. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I mean, for one, forty bucks for three—that's a lot. Well, I mean, high. it's and they look like know. just little votives. They're not the. They don't look yeah, like yeah, big. Just look well, like I mean, if bottles. they're if they're based off of recycled bottles and they basically look like they cut the tops off of them, I mean, they might be 
kind yeah, of big. I was thinking like this this bottle right here we've got in front of us. Like that's about the size. But of they're twenty two ounce bottles. Oh, were they? Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Okay, that's no, twelve. Well, screw me then. They're yeah. I mean a bomber, bombers. but still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, let's put it this way: Swag Brewery. Like that's terrible. What did the guys from Entourage start this? <laughs> Who are Based they? In What's Miami. your deal? It was yeah. like the kid from. Uh, Christmas all over again with Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Maybe it was started by that kid who said swag all the time. Dustin won't remember this moment. No, I but, don't. Uh, <laughs> he said swag. I had too much Oak Island's <laughs> Trump change to remember the second film. But yes. Well, all right. So moving on. Uh, the next one is a USA beer cap map. Nope. Don't uh, need it. It's thirty-three dollars. Uh, ideal for the beer buff who also loves to travel and explore. This USA beer. Uh, cap map includes 70 empty, empty slots to fill with bottle caps of your most beloved brews. So basically they have a whole map that you can say, oh, I had Founders of Michigan. I had, uh, I don't know, Tups of McKinney. I yeah. had, well, you know, whatever. It, it's, you know, it's I, what it is. I have always wanted to visit all 70 states in the U.S., so... All 70. All 70. All 70. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you like that, too? They have multiple ones for yeah. certain states? Well, the goofy thing is that this is assuming that the beers that you're going to have are going to be in bottles, where right. right now it seems that a lot of breweries, especially some of the upstart ones, they're going straight to canning. Right. You know, so... True. Yeah. I mean... I don't know if this is quite the uh, is quite quite like a really uh, really good gift. I don't know. I guess it depends what your goal is. Are you getting one from each state you go to, or are you just like, hey, I drink a beer from that state, Here, put it on my oh. map? Right. Well, yeah, but if it has seventy, you know, yeah, seventy know. empty slots, I you know. know, it's it's multiple. I'm gonna um, say no on this one personally. It, no, it desire. reminds me a lot of the like get the quarters from each yeah. state and all that. Yeah. I mean, Except worth even so, dads less. will even really less. be into this. <laughs> At least I can cash out my quarter. Collection. So again, yeah. dads will be super yes. into this. True. Yeah. Yep. Dads in their cargo pants. Uh, so next up, slim is cargo the, pants <laughs> is the thing we just talked about. Not needing more uh, glassware, but uh, this is a vintage bar sign personalized deep etch beer mug for twenty three dollars, and this is a. Uh, the proper glass mar- glassware is of the utmost importance to any truly enjoyable beer drinking experience. Give that buddy of yours a pint glass they'll cherish, they'll cherish with the customized oversized 25-ounce uh, deep etch beer mug. So you can put anything on this mug, anything you want I, to etch in there. I uh, think this is actually not a bad idea. No. I, I think this would be a, a great thing for Javi to give us. As part of his wedding party, some some brew mugs. I think so. Yeah, some bre- yeah it just put a big old J on it, or put a put a D for Damon, or something like that. And you can give no, it to your groomsmen. For brew bloods. Yeah. Or BB for brew bloods. You can introduce them all. Give put the uh, URL on the bottom of the glass. Something like so basically, that. my wedding will be a really awesome promotional opportunity yeah, for the podcast. Exactly. It's We're going to be a swag community. Yes. Yeah. When we're yeah, at the strip sure. club, we can just toss glasses out to everybody. <laughs> I feel like we might get kicked out sooner. Than <laughs> Somebody might bleed. Yeah. So you guys like this? I thought no, you guys I actually, I actually, That's all I'm saying. no, no, no. But 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 yeah. but here's the thing, though, is that the at this point, you know, I've been tossing glassware uh, left and right, but I've been keeping the ones that are either somehow, you know, mostly significant or just in, in general special. Yeah, sen- sentimental. Okay. Or a little special, you know. Makes sense, um, yeah. And this, like, I mean, if you got it for for a buddy, that that would be pretty cool. I mean, of course, you're depending on how snobby your friend that you're giving this to is. I mean, they're <laughs> only going to be able to really drink like 
German beers yeah. out of it because it well, says it's right. only in a like yeah it depends a on the twenty five ounce it's, like, it's yeah. a, like a big Stein mug yeah. you know like Oktoberfest so but also I mean I think I think that would be really cool of the choices so far this is something I would not mind having yes. because oh, it's also yeah. functional I mean what am yeah. I going to do with a bottle cap map I mean if a robber breaks in I could smash it over his, over, over his head with it or something <laughs> but. Yeah. And candles, this ain't like, I can have a romantic night with beer-smelling candles, like, light the uh, beer votives what, and go to town. The, I mean, The beer candles are better than the map, for sure. Yes. Oh, yes, they're, for yes, sure. They're number two right now. <laughs> All right, next up is the beer-chilling coaster set created by, who cares, but it's for uh, $68. It says, handmade from reclaimed New Hampshire granite. These clever uh, coasters can be chilled in the fridge or freezer. Then used to keep your beer chilled and secure upright all night long. All night long. How's that for multitasking, they say? Little uh, little witty humor yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh, coasters that have like a little slot cut out so you yeah. can stick like a twelve ounce bottle in it. It's kinda so like they're the basically like a like Scotch rocks. Yeah, it's like whiskey stones for yeah, beer. Whiskey stones, except yeah. you don't put it in the beer. Yeah. Although why do you, I mean that's actually not a bad alternative. If you really want to get a beer cold fast, pour it in a glass and put some whiskey stones in it. That would help. Yeah. That too, because it's supposed to not transfer any flavor, yeah, right. to the yeah. liquid. But I mean, I would say that this is pretty pretty useful. I mean, the the, the price tag definitely has me. Um, yeah, it has sixty eight dollars. Yeah, but there I'm are four of them. A little bit. Yeah, and everybody knows New Hampshire granite is the finest of the granites. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's we're not totally taking random. any. That's not bad. again granite. functional. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, not not horrible at all. All right, next up, $230 for a pressurized growler. And this is a... Uh, you know, when you want to impress that random person at the growler shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This is one of Amazon Launchpad's picks. The innovative copper-plated pressurized growler keeps a gallon of your favorite craft beer fresh and carbonated for weeks. If you have a serious craft beer lover in your life, this is one most one of the most practical gifts you can give them. Um, you know, that's kind of interesting because we talk about crawlers versus growlers, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, you know, a pressurized growler will keep it, keep it, you know, fresh a little bit longer. Is it worth $230? That's uh, kind of my question. Yeah. That's a luxe gift. I mean, I feel like I've seen some that are, I mean, they're still in the hundreds. But honestly, like, I mean, if you're going, I feel like at this point, growlers have been around long enough to where people know the drill. If you open it, yep. you got to drink it. Mm-hmm fast if you don't like if you want to age it you know just don't even open it yeah so i mean it's it's a good solution to a very common problem but i also feel like you know the cost benefit ratio here might not quite be up to it look at me item two-thirds right pretty high it's like look how i am how how nerdy i am about my craft beer it's exactly i mean it's it's a good looking piece but it, yeah, it's nice looking. It's a good looking piece, but it's not worth two hundred thirty dollars. Yeah. Maybe when I get my slim cargo pants. Oh yeah, <laughs> my nut hugging cargo <laughs> pants. All right. Anyway. Up next is the uh, Brooklyn Brew Shop Everyday IPA Beer Making Kit. This is a fifty three dollar item. It says one of the most apartment friendly options for home brewing available on the market. Brooklyn Brew Shop's kits are designed for beginner brewers who work in small spaces. Each customized kit includes enough special ingredients for your first batch, including high-quality grain, hops, and yeast. It takes about one month to produce your first gallon of homespun spuds. Uh, so, 
I think this is a good idea, actually, yeah, because very good. I mean, there are a number of brewers that they got their first their start on a Mister Beer kit. Yeah, and this just happens. It's the same thing. It's just it's just Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, I and mean, I will say that a little bit more quality. I was yeah. going to say, like, I mean, I feel like Mister Beer. Like, I mean, I I'm not a home brewer now, but yeah, when I tried my hand at it, I definitely used a Mister Beer. But this definitely, like you said, this definitely feels a little more high quality in terms of you know you got this. Uh, Growler and the ingredients and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. It looks fancy. I mean, uh, yeah. honestly, I think you know, as they were saying, space is one of those things that yeah. keeps a lot of uh, potential home brewers that you know can't afford a home because they've been buying too much avocado toast away <laughs> from that practice. So right. I think this is a really good solution. Honestly, yeah. like a little. I mean, like I said, it is a little more expensive than Mister Beer. That I mean. If you just stumble on it, you can find it super cheap. But yeah, give it to your friend who lives in Colonial Williamsburg and uh, just <laughs> subsists solely on avocado toast variants. This is perfect for them. Yeah, so no, this is good. Yeah, it, they only I have a half bathroom. Yes, and they dress like a like someone from the uh, from the plains in the dust bowl. Yeah, they're a little dusty. They got overalls on and a huge they're beard. Constantly yes, playing exactly, the banjo. Now, 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 now. So up next is uh, an entry from New Holland, and it's the uh, beer barrel bourbon. $41. If you're a fan of craft beer aged in whiskey barrel, we guarantee you'll be blown away by this spirit that takes the same processes but reverses it. So it's basically beer barrel aged bourbon opposed to <laughs> right. yeah, bourbon, bourbon aged barrel. beer. So it's like the Jameson that's aged yeah. in beer barrels. They took the same concept New Holland did and did the same thing. I mean, but honestly, look, I really like New Holland. Yeah, sure. I would. I'll be down to see yeah, what they absolutely. try. Of course. I'm just saying they took the same concept from uh, real talk. I am fascinated by this whole concept of breweries shifting to distillery production. Uh, we've got you know local Deep Ellum mm-hmm. uh, Brewing Company doing their own craft vodka. You know, New Holland sure. is doing a uh, bourbon. Uh, Lakewood did it too, didn't they? Well, they did it with Herman Marshall. They did a partnership program. Oh, okay. With uh, Temptress Barrels, I think. Okay. I think it was Temptress Barrels. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. not necessarily new, but I also, like, I'm very fascinated by the possibilities of this. I think it's know? because the margins are higher on whiskey than they are with beer because it's a higher price point. Like, the, a right. bottle of that, well, a 750 yeah. that Herman Marshall for, for Temptress, with, that was Agent Temptress, goes for it's 60 50, 50 bucks. I saw the other day for 60 bucks. Well, Jameson I've, did the whole partnership program with a lot of breweries. Yeah, a little, so, yeah. Yeah, a little more affordable than Jameson Pro. The yeah, castmates. Yeah, sure. It's like thirty-ish bucks, a little more affordable, but yeah, yeah, sure. for your better whiskeys, right. I think the margin is higher. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, yeah. And you're frankly tapping into a community that is probably in some ways is definitely more refined than beer drinkers. Yeah, and already has like magazines based on it, and you know, craft beer is still on its way up. So I think that's probably right. why they're getting into it. Makes oh. sense. Oh, I, I like it more synergy. You yes, know? yeah, uh, Ranger. When we went and saw them in San Antonio, they 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 Ranger had that, Creek Ranger Creek, yeah, they had that oh, yeah, whole yeah, distilling yeah. side, yeah. Man. Which I I finally so tried the new Belgium I, uh, Ranger IPA. No, no, no. Yeah. I tried some of their that hundred proof whiskey I bought the other day. Woo! Good night, nurse. Mm. That is a butt kicker. Kick from Do that? I need yeah. to come over and try some? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a butt kicker. It's actually really smooth, but it's good. All right, up next, Javi uh, should have a lot to say about this one. It oh. is hopped up coffee. Can't decide between coffee or beer? We're firm believers that you shouldn't have to pick just one. This hopped-up coffee is blended with malted barley and hops for a savory and downright delicious roast that's sure to put a little pep in your step. 
So, what do you think about hopped up coffee? It sounds interesting. Yeah, it sounds interesting, but I mean, I'm just... I don't know what hopped up coffee means. <laughs> well, would it be you know, like a cof- you know what I mean? Like, like a would coffee it w- IPA flavor palette? That's what I would assume. Yeah. Right. Which the coffee IPAs I have had have not been great. They're. I don't the, remember having a coffee. IPA. But I mean, but but in the picture, so just so y'all can see it, it says chocolates hopped up coffee chocolate stout. So they're definitely going for that multi chocolatey flavor. But then it almost feels like this is like the craft beer version of, I don't know, like, you know, those K-Cups that are like, oh, chocolate donut or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so maybe I, it just I, smells I, like hops or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it has a little bit of hops mixed in. A little yeah, bit of maybe. bitterness to yeah. it. Maybe it's more bitter than but I don't know. Yeah. We should really be talking to Travis about this one. We should be. <laughs> True. We can finally get Travis the Viking on the show. Yeah, Just talk should. about yeah, one specific product. <laughs> So yeah, man. No, so I mean, it sounds yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. also for twenty six bucks, like I need more info because yeah, like what what is this? Is this looks twelve like ounces, a, ten ounces, a full like a, pound of coffee. Say it looks like about a pound. Yeah, uh, twenty six dollars. I mean, it's worth it. Probably try it once if you're really right. Interested. Yeah, like sure, sure. But also, I'm not here for gimmicky coffees. Yeah. you know, like that's. Yeah, I like gimmicky beers, but coffee, <laughs> I just. Like extent, it is simple, like yeah. Too. You're here for the yeah. artisanal toast of coffees. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> artisanal. Just like I don't want bells and coffee. whistles. Like I feel like that's not even artisanal. Yeah. It's just yeah. cut and dry. Like it's just a well roasted coffee. The avocado toast of coffee. That's yeah. all Javi wants. Okay? Javi's so hipster. He's gone back to like car dealership coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was no, getting someone. my oil changed, and let me tell you, <laughs> no, like old the quick car coffee. That's what it's. The quick said. car on <laughs> Greenville. Their coffee has the most delicious pecan nuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Notes. Yeah, that's just aged folders. That's actually their yeah. balls that dipped in it. Yeah. <laughs> Grease from changing the cars got dipped in there. Exactly. And lastly, for $14, you can acquire the Beer Bible. The ultimate piece of literature for any serious beer drinker. The Beer Bible is a comprehensive guide to the world's ales and beers organized by... The four major families, ales, lagers, wheat, beers, and sour or wild ales. My question is, why did they separate ales and beers? Because they're both beers, right? Uh, just like any proper bar menu uh, should be. That's what they say. Yeah, it's weird to separate it because... Well, they said wheat, wheat beers. beers. Yeah, I know, but wheat beers Yeah, but ultimately, they originally they said uh, a comprehensive guide to the world's ales and beers. They should have said... Ales and like, beers are the same thing. Like right. wheat beers, stouts... Sour wild ales, ales lagers because lagers is a different thing. Yeah, everything else is based on. It's ales. really it's like ales and lagers, and then beneath that you would subdivide right. it into. You could divide well, ales well, into. But stouts. I mean, it kind of sounds like you guys don't need this book. So no, <laughs> we are. We're walking beer bottles. So you're right? good. Stouts, you know, so maybe this might be for the. Uh, ales, so. uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know exactly. what you're saying. No, no, I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah, like anyway. yeah, ale and ale and yeah. lager, mom and dad. I mean, we don't need the beer bottle. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, this definitely feels like is. You know, this feels like you should just give this to somebody along with their very first, like, pint of craft beer. Or maybe they're dipping their toes into, they really got into the subject and they really want to know a lot more. Right. Sure, yeah. But I wonder how much it's... I mean, it's like 14 bucks. It's not bad. It's not a bad price point, for sure. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, I could also hop over to Beer Advocate or, you know... Yeah, but also you don't have to deal with the, like... 
the annoying beer nerds. Oh, no, you know, no. Online, I'm talking about, like, you know? beer advocates' official descriptions oh, of yeah. a style or something like that, which are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, for you guys, what, if someone were to give you a gift this holiday season, what would you want as far as craft beer goes? Holiday season. I, for one... Oh, me. I don't know. I... I, I wouldn't mind having just buy me actually beers. I, I don't really need yeah, something beer, special. Yeah, beer. That's one of the gifts I'm giving yeah. for Christmas is a beer. Uh, I think if I were to get one, it would either be a real burner for brewing because that little propane burner we tried with a few times is not cutting it. Like a, a oh, full well, on it'll full flame it, gas. It'll do it. It just takes yeah. a long time. Or like a real stainless steel thick walled growler that'll you know keep it cold for a long time. Supposed to have to go straight in the fridge or something like that, Yeti style like growler for two hundred thirty dollars. Not two hundred thirty bucks, not yeah. that price point. He not pressurized. The two hundred and twenty five dollar one. Oh, no, I'm okay. thinking about instead of glass, like stainless steel. So like, I frequent picnics all the time. I'm always I've always got my picnic basket <laughs> out. But if you were to go to an event, you always got your basket, and yeah. your blanket, yeah. Well, like if you were to go tailgating or something like that, and you don't necessarily have a cooler, you could take your you know a thick wall growler with you. No, that's uh, you wouldn't have to necessarily idea. keep it cold. So I would like to have something like that, so I could picnic all the time. I could frolic with my <laughs> stainless steel growler my picnic You're basket. You're a picnicking yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I don't even know what I would want, really. I think, like, honestly, along the lines of what you were saying, like, just a really good uh, good growler, because I, I don't know, it feels like, you know what, a growler with thick walls, and that's easy to clean. Yeah, Cause true. You know what? Man, Sometimes people, yeah. some yeah, exactly. Like they are very hard to clean. Like mm-hmm. if you just happen to forget it in your car one day, especially in yeah. the Texas heat, man, <laughs> that stuff gets funky real quick. Yeah, I have a sixty-four ounce Yeti, and that's a pal, definitely. Uh, but <laughs> that is the great thing is the the full circumference of the of the thing. You can unscrew that, it yeah. and clean it so much easier. Oh, that's amazing! It could, I mean, it could man. perfectly serve as a growler. I right. just haven't. It's good to but. see how the, the other side lives there. Oh, that's where yeah, the, all the yeah. Brew Bloods donations are going to is <laughs> buying more uh, 64 ounce uh, yeah. Yetis. Beautiful. Yep. But, Beautiful. Dustin? You know, I, other but. than like specific beers I'd want, I don't yeah. need something tied to the craft beer industry, really. But, uh, but. There were a couple things on the list that were all right. Like, I know what you I want. Think the, I think the brew kit would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the. The beer age bourbon would yeah. actually be interesting just to see how it tastes. You want a Founders Breakfast mug? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The which one? I have a Founders not Breakfast that mug. That's yeah, got the little baby I would on too. It. Yeah, yeah. See, I thought you, you had one. I have no because oh, okay. I okay. So crap. Uh, what is it? Lakewood Growler. Yeah. I thought they were doing their little giveaway on a Wednesday, and that's when I went. And they're like, "No, man, it was like yesterday, and it sold out in like five minutes." And then I realized that, I mean, I guess you could buy it from the founder's website. No, I don't want to do that. But it's it's five bucks. Like, I think I'm just going to do it. (laughs) I think I'm just going to do it because the want is great. All right. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about the uh, release today, as you're hearing this, of Star Wars The Last Jedi. And we're going to pair some craft beers with it. So not only today are we celebrating the holiday season, which we just talked about a number of gifts that you can give right. someone, but today we're talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. It's coming out, I guess, from here to eternity, 
around Christmas every single year from here on out until we probably well past we die. There'll be some kind of Star Wars coming out at some point. Ex- yeah. Exactly. It may be, maybe they'll reboot the Ewok movies or something like that. But hopefully they don't release The Last Jedi over and over again. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully it's not just that. But today we're talking about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, the latest sequel, Episode 9. I well, guess it is. it's we're eight. Sort of eight. I'm sorry, I got my numbers. Yes, eight. We're sort of talking about that, but you know, we're bringing it back to actual beer discussion. Well, right, but we're celebrating, we're pairing craft beer with Star Wars characters. Yes. And we're using Last Jedi characters. Very subjective pairing, but you know. Very. It's our, it's our opinion, and we're going to stand by it. Uh, so, Javi, you're actually the only person here at this table that's seen, as if this has come out, has seen Star Wars Last Jedi. So that's right. Brief, brief review that you can read the full thing at centraltrack.com, but a uh, brief review of what you thought about The Last Jedi. Honestly, I agree that it's one of the best in the series. Um, Ryan Johnson did what J.J. Abrams couldn't, and he brought his own voice to this giant franchise and injected it with humor, with humanity, too. You feel for a lot of these characters. Um, I will say it is almost two and a half hours long. Right. I thought it was over two and a half. It's two and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, and honestly, it could have stood to be about, you know, maybe two hours or 90 minutes or something like that. Uh, that would be the, one of the biggest flaws of it. But, I mean, aside from that, I mean, it's it's breathtaking at times. It's moving. It's pretty much, like, one of my favorites. So it sounds like it's like The Empire Strikes Back to A New Hope of the modern franchise. Most people view that Empire was the better of the three movies. Yeah, for the sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to tell. It's no attack of right the now, considering we don't know what Nine is going to look like. But since J.J. Abrams is directing Nine, I think it will be the best one. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Javi is strongly anti J.J. Oh my gosh, no, yeah, the guy. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't know that about you. Okay, yeah. I mean, anti Abrams. If you look at him, he develops properties well, whatnot. But if you look at all of his career, all he's done is take over franchises from other people. Aside from what is it, uh, eighty-eight millimeter or something like that? The Nick Cage movie? Lost? Or no, what he was did it? Lost? Yeah. That was his, wasn't it? What was that? The one with like the kids and the monster? Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Super Eight. Super Eight. Yes. Yeah, that one. Super 8 millimeter with Nick Cage terrorizing young children <laughs> for sex crimes. Yeah. Uh, well, he did the clo- he did Cloverfield and he did the one the bunker in the no, Cloverfield he universe. He, he was the producer Matt Reeves of oh. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes fame was the director for um, Cloverfield. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, that. I thought it was his property they came up with. No, he's just like the producer. Yeah. So I mean, he produces well. Right. But as far as his he knows how to actual, pick talent. Yeah. 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 So pretty much, loss was his only thing. Yeah, and I mean. Even then, he didn't do a majority of that show. Right. Yeah. It was Damon Lindelof and uh, that other guy. Uh, Carlton Cuse. Carlton Cuse, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I did enjoy the 09 Star Trek. I know you guys yeah, are I bigger like Star Trek fans than I am. I, I like that. But again, yeah. it's still working within a franchise. Right. And just his own the latest Star Trek I despise. Oh, that's my favorite. I like that too, quite <laughs> a bit. Yeah. It's a, it oh, was man. better than Into Darkness, but that's, that's yeah. another I it was uh, really good. story. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway. This is, not, this is Star Wars, not Star Trek. All this to say is that uh, Star Wars <laughs> The Last Jedi lives up to the hype. Porgs are not that annoying in it. They're actually kind of cute, but you're still kind of dumb if you bought, like, hundreds of dollars worth of Porg merchandise. Better than I'm Ewoks. I'm you, Marcus. <laughs> I've not bought any Porg. I've not bought any merchandise. I have enough mm-hmm. memorabilia I don't need to buy anymore. Mm-hmm. Better sure. or worse than Ewoks? Not yet. We'll see yeah. after he watches the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm going to dress like a pork. What is pork onesie? <laughs> yeah. But in any case, Mark, since this was kind of your concept. Actually, technically, it wasn't my concept. Well, but you kind of Well, the, ad- the idea yeah. was not mine. I guess I developed, just like J.J. Abrams, I became a producer and I developed <laughs> you a did. concept. You kind of produced this concept. <laughs> I'm the J.J. So. Abrams of this podcast. Um, you know, we, we all went around. We picked a couple of different characters. Um, I guess we could go ahead and lay out who we picked. Uh, I went ahead and picked uh, Poe and Ray. Mark, who'd you pick? I've got Kylo and his mother, Leia. And uh, Javi? I'm going old school and doing Luke and Vader. Oh, okay. That's very old school. Yeah. But since you uh, produced the idea, J.J. Abrams, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, start this whole thing off? All right. Well, let's just start with old Kylo Ren, uh, Adam Driver. Of girls' fame. Of girls' fame. And my pick for him is Stone's Arrogant Bastard. (laughs) And we should note that it's. I picked this for many reasons. One, he's an arrogant bastard. Yeah. Two, if you pour it, just like Adam Driver, it has a pretty good thick head on it. Yeah, true. Just like his big fluffy rabbit hair. Makes sense. Uh, it is dark, much like he is on the dark side, of course. And he is version two of another character. And this is the second version of Arrogant Bastard. So I think this beer really fits. Man, that's good on a lot Kylo. of levels. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my picks are kind of garbage compared and to this. And when you drink the Arrogant <laughs> Bastard, it's bitter, like Kylo. Oh. Got a little bit of a sweep back in, like we all know Kylo, Kylo has. We, we all got our own glasses here, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, we know Kylo has that, uh, yeah. He's got a little bit of sweetness to him, but he's a bitter, bitter SOB, so. How, how did you guys feel about the SNL Kylo bit? Did you enjoy it? Oh, it was great. The, in the construct, when he was wearing the construction jacket and vest and all that, the undercover Hobby, boss. Javi hated it, I think. No, no. I, it's much like a lot of... Uh, SNL skits. I think it went on a little too long. Yeah. But it, the concept was hilarious. Like, I yeah. laughed a lot, but then after a while, I was like, uh, Yeah, it, it did drag on a little yeah. too long. Okay, but fair enough. Well, yeah. If you're going to take the time to get Star Wars sets and get Adam Driver, like, I understand why they like, oh, we're going to play this out as long as possible. <laughs> Putting right. a lot of money into this. Mm. No, no, man, on the Eric and Bastard side, I have not had this beer in a long time. Me neither. It's yeah. one of those pinnacle beers that kind of started me out on the craft beer voyage, but, um, Man, that's that's drier and hoppier than I remember. And Same here. Yeah. I actually, back in college, uh, my roommates and I used to do this thing called Terrible Tuesday, where we'd go to the gas station near our apartments and go get what we thought was a terrible beer. And yeah. at the time, our you know twenty twenty one year old uh, palates could not handle the arrogant bastard, and we said yeah. that was like the worst beer this <laughs> side of Steel Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> and now this is just. I mean, honestly, this is. Pretty smooth, all things considered. You know, for somebody that consumes just, if you're just doing PBR and Budweiser and Miller Lite, um, then yeah, this is going to be pretty hard. Right. And this is often, and I only mention that group because this is often on the same shelves in a generic racetrack or Chevron or something with those. But yeah, it's 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 actually really smooth and malty. It, um, it's got a nice hop finish to it. Yeah. That I don't remember, but yeah, the the smoothness up front. And I gotta say, compared to the oaked uh, arrogant bastard that is also you can find around, I actually prefer this way better than the oak version. The oak, to me, the oak ber- version is far surpassed by the original arrogant bastard ale. I don't that know what sense. it is. The maybe the, they didn't pick the right barrels or something, but I do not care for the oak arrogant bastard. But for this, I think it's a perfect matchup for Kylo. So let's go on to Javi. What do you want? Who do you want to pick up? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going with my Luke uh, pick here. So. This isn't too much of a spoiler, but I haven't seen, you know, The Last Jedi. In At the beginning of the movie, you come to learn that uh, Luke is very disillusioned, embittered, and just 
down on his luck, really. Um, well, he has been stuck on an island for who knows how long. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, he, and he's been there for a while. Uh, so my pick was to do something a little... Uh, little sour so we picked today uh the epic brewing uh ju- tart and juicy sour ipa and uh yeah so let's uh let's give it a whirl yeah i mean yeah. you know his jedi academy got destroyed he is tart and yeah, he's a little tart saucy yeah makes yeah sense. he's he's given up on the jedi on the fours as a concept so we're uh we're gonna give this a try here you go guys makes sense That's nice and sour, like a bitter old Jedi would be, who's been seeing his entire order destroyed and most of his family killed, and <laughs> the galaxy that he sought to prevent oh. a war happening to. Yeah, you can definitely taste a lifetime of disappointment in this beer. And not only that, but also but it's a little refreshing. But it's wow, also good, yeah. that much like Mark Hamill's performance. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's also got that funk to it, that horse blanket funk, which you know, after decades on an island by himself. The himself, the you know, those, he'll have that smell. You yeah. know, yeah, the smell. Those Jedi robes, you know, smell a lot like just onion crotch and horse blankets. Now, this is a little off topic, but it's still a Star Wars topic. Have you seen Javi the uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau meets Mark Hamill on the island? Oh YouTube my God, video? yes! And it's it's quite amusing. Uh, you know, like, I'm usually not a fan out. of like random mashups and whatnot but this was you know they did it so so quickly and so well it was (laughs) great just go look if you haven't seen it go look for Star Wars Tommy Wiseau he calls him Mark you know it's great he throws a hi how's your sex life (laughs) (laughs) I've seen the disaster artist uh, the movie about the making of the room twice already (laughs) so like I've got that Tommy Wiseau voice in my head I'm not saying that I'm asking also good yes okay definitely I'm thinking, like, Oscar nomination for wow. James Franco. Does someone need to have watched The Room to actually enjoy it? Well, so I showed this to uh, to my fiancé. Uh, I, I showed The Room to my fiancé before we went to see it. And it made her appreciate it a little bit more. But given that you either need to watch The Room with a big old crowd that's going to shout over most of the funniest lines, yeah. or you got to watch it by yourself at home, which is also not ideal, I would say just... Get a you know, go to YouTube and check out some clips, and then that should be enough. Or you could watch it with the riff tracks at your house. <laughs> true, fair enough. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if you want to put the whole laugh spin on it, I guess. Yeah, right. True, true, true. All right, Dustin. All right, so rotating around to me, uh, I picked uh, one of my two characters was Poe, introduced to us in the uh, Force Awakens. Uh, I picked uh, the all day IPA for him. I feel like uh, Poe is kind of a He's going to drink like the thing that's most commonly available. He's kind of a all-around nice kind of guy that's a little gruff and typical typical guy's guy yeah. in some ways, but also, you know, it's 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 going to be more of the common man thing. He's not going to be aloof. He's not a barrel-aged kind of guy for sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just thought it was like the that, blue collar. He's blue uh, collar. See, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't go like Dale's Palo because, you know. Yeah, that could have worked too. But I mean, the all day IPA is very blue collar. Or too, PBR. You know, it's, <laughs> um, you know, well, it's crap. Maybe a Lone Star. I try to keep it in, try to keep it in, uh, yeah. in the realm. But uh, yeah, I just I felt like that kind of fit his overall persona from at least from The Force Awakens. That's all I can base it on. Yeah. Now, Force, uh, Force Awakens. All day IPA, another one I don't have. And we should say we're also drinking this out of a tall boy, appropriate, appropriate boy, yes. to his character. Yeah, that would appropriate, also fit. Appropriate. Appropriate, yes. Appropriate to his character. <laughs> now, this is not one I have too often, but I do enjoy the Session IPA quite a bit. 
honestly, I think it's one of my, it's honestly my go-to summer beer. You know, uh, it's great for, you know, when we're hanging out, we have that really pool party at Mark's. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm always bringing, you know, and just uh, that way you don't get like, feel like hell after (laughs) being in the sun, you know, (laughs) and you can drink a bunch of those. It's hot. You're already dehydrated. It's not a high ABV. Yeah. It's it's a nice one to, it's it's just smooth, you know. Yeah. And keep drinking them all day. I would yeah, say, um, aside from that, uh, the uh, hypochondria, easy peasy, or hypochondria from yeah. Deep Ellum and Lakewood, respectively, are also really good session IPAs. And I will say, just now, it's unfortunate we cannot get a hold of the uh, C3PO based pale ale that Lakewood made for this movie. Um, I believe it's only at, at uh, Texas Theater right yeah, it now. Is. That's correct. I just, bet they will have it in the tap room and other places later. But right now, they do not have. Well, any I wonder. Mostly for copyright potential issues, you know. Yeah, I would say that they might be a limited thing, limited release. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to make my way to down to the Texas Theater to watch it again. No, no, that makes sense. Three sure. PL. I just bet yeah. they might have they might have a tap the, yeah. at the uh, yeah. tap room. And Brain Dead makes most. a couple locally. Um, again, I don't remember the names. One of them's Red Five, and the other one is something else. Red Five refers to X Wing fighters. Uh, yeah. I forget the name of the other one, but they Noble make a Ray couple. also makes one. Yeah, No uh, Ray makes Yub Nub. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Which I haven't had that either. It's, <laughs> a, it's based on a caramel macchiato. Yeah. So it that sounds that's really an Ewok really based one, right? Isn't Ewok, yeah. Yeah. Yub Nub. Because yeah. whatever I think of Ewoks, I think of caramel macchiato. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, they're tiny and sweet. But that's all right. Mark, so, back to you for second character. Yeah, mine is uh, Leia, and I picked up the Martin House Queen of the Mist. Which is based on their salty lady, uh, and it's but this is a barrel aged salty lady. So salty lady is a Goza, and just by the name salty lady, obviously Leia was a uh, salty character in the originals. Now in the sequel, she's barrel aged. She is uh, <laughs> up in her years. This particular beer has got it's really well balanced. Uh, you get enough of the original spicy uh, notes to it, the kick to it, but it's got a really well rounded uh, flavor palette to it. So makes sense. But you can still detect the original salty lady in that i have not had this one I've only and by the, the way the salty lady is honestly one of the best gozes around i would say yeah it's, it's uh it's fantastic you know i think too many too many gozes really try to lean in on that tart saltiness and it mm-hmm. just makes them undrinkable this yeah, is just really well balanced and um i mean i think this is one of the best martin house joints for sure Gonna. I'm very interested in their cookies and cream. Trying that at some point. I don't know if you guys have seen that release. Well, I'm not. They have two different beers. They have one that's like a cream-based ale and one that's a cookie-based. Mm. And you're supposed to combine them together or drink them separately, but combining them together is supposed to give you like that. So it whole, sounds like that Toadie's beer, the yeah, hell below, the heaven above or hell below beer. Right. Where yeah, you, yeah. They were two separate beers and you mixed them and they made a new beer. Exactly. Yep. That's Which I never was able to get. I always saw one on the shelf or the other. I never saw them together where I could Me try too. that experiment. Mm. Hey, All right, that, that's quite tasty. Actually. Yeah, I, I think Martin, yeah. Martin House is knocking. I, this, maybe this is going to become their temptress, but I think they're knocking out of the park with the salty lady and the variants. Yeah, and this is a good time to bring out the gozas, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's I mean, really, honestly, it's really nice to drink something that isn't a stout or barrel aged, you know, in the winter. Yeah, I mean, quote winter because it's yeah, yeah. like this is the stout season, seventy like degrees and right yeah, seventy. Yeah. Reason up in Texas right <laughs> 50, now. It's cold, you know. Tis the season yeah. to be stouty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Javi, what's up? All next right. Week? Well, I'm going with a very, uh, I don't know, 
This is your Vader pick, right? Yeah, this is my Vader pick, and I'm going with the the old Rasputin uh, Russian Imperial Stout. I mean, it's uh, it's dark. It's got some sweetness to it, you know, thanks Mark's to uh, the chocolate bastard. coffee flavors. Giving us, like, permanent suds in our... <laughs> I know, right? It's that luscious hair on him. <clears throat> but, you know, honestly, here's the thing, too, why I wanted to pick it is that, uh, real talk, this is one of the first Imperial Stouts that I ever had uh, in my craft beer journeys. It is a classic Imperial and, Stout. And I feel like a lot of people don't, you know, I think it's a little underrated now. Mm-hmm. I think it falls through the cracks, and, uh, but I think that it's a... Uh, it's a great beer, and I say it's a good representation of who Vader was. Mm-hmm. V- Darth Vader, not Anakin. Yeah, right. right. Anakin you know. would definitely be like a thin Pilsner, yeah, or something like that. Like a really thin Pilsner. He, he would be a Miller Lite. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Yes, Anakin's a Miller Lite. Yeah, I guess it depends. Is it five-year-old Anakin, <laughs> or is one. it, or no, is it mid-twenties Anakin? Who's a whiny brat? Anakin's pretty whiny. Yeah. They, all whiny. Until episode three, he's especially whiny. Yeah. He's, I would he's say he'd be like an old duels. Like, five-year-old Anakin would be old duels. Yeah. <laughs> and then upgrade to Medicorian. Miller Lite. <laughs> Miller Lite <laughs> in the teens. Yeah, but... Uh, old Rasputin's a really good beer. It's... Yeah. Uh, I haven't had it in a long, long time. I think the last time I probably had it was at Square Burger way back. Wow. Yeah. Years and ago. honestly, you know, tasting it right now... I love how smooth it is. It's like it's very malty, chocolatey, and chocolatey, but like much like Vader himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the smooth chocolatey tones of James Earl Jones's voice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but either I mean I don't know. Either way, I think it's a uh, you know it's a good good reliable imperial stout, and it definitely reminds me of Vader for sure. It's a good for sure. And lastly, last but not least. Uh, lastly, I guess I went all on the light side of the force, if you want to say that. I guess I don't know if Poe's really part of the force, but he's on the good guy team, right? Yeah. So uh, the other one I did pick was Ray. Um, Mark kind of helped me pick this one. It was the White Rascal from Avery. Avery just to you could say he produced your pick. Yeah, he did. <laughs> hey. actually, yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, he very he JJ Abrams <laughs> me there. But um, Avery in general has created like a lot of really awesome interesting things lately mm-hmm. like the rumpkin and uh the peak and a lot of other stuff that's just come out um within the last even couple of months but uh avery aside going back to star wars um i think the the white rascal does fit nicely you know it's it's kind of a light it's it's a belgian style ale which is a little bit lighter but it has a little bit of a grassy um kind of biting back end to it too which i, I think ray at least from the force awakens haven't seen last jedi obviously but um, from The Force Awakens, I think kind of fits her character. There's there's a little bit of edge, but she's also, you know, kind of got a kind of got a nice lighter side to her as well. And yeah, uh, we're all hoping, probably going to the Last Jedi, that she keeps that lighter side too. And um, yeah, so I think it kind of fits pretty nicely. All right, yeah. Uh, you want to sip it? Yep. I guess you could pour it if you want. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. There we go. Man. And then lastly, Javi's going to do a suicide of all these drinks mixed together. <laughs> He's going to do a Star Wars He's, suicide. We're going to call it the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's mm. got those really herbally uh, notes to it that's... I forgot about it. I haven't had it again. I don't have had in years because it's always there. I don't really think about it. Yeah. It's got a lot of Belgian attributes. It does, but it, I think the, the spices like overpower that earthy tones. It like, kind of rounds out those earthy tones. I was going to say the grass is not the prominent thing, which is nice. Yeah. For sure. Definitely, I feel the uh, the orange. 
orange, orange citrus flavors yeah, come yeah. out citrus a lot for sure. more. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of cardamom a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure what other notes in there. Maybe a little cinnamon. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really well-rounded beer. And again, it's like it's always on the shelf. Like, why don't I go to it? Because <laughs> there's a million other beers. But yes, yeah, good pick. So, do you have any other just random uh, Star Wars beer pairings you would pick up? Uh, I was trying to figure out one for the Harvey Weinstein of the Star Wars universe. That would be Jabba the Hut. <laughs> that would have to be something big and bloated, <laughs> something big, bloated, and messy. But I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't figure that out. Hey, that's that's a good, that's a good uh, equating that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. It's got to be something that is big and bold, but maybe. I don't know. It just kind of makes you feel gross, but I couldn't figure out what that would be. <laughs> Hobby, you got anything? Because I don't have anything. I'll defer. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I was uh, joking off mic earlier that I needed to find the most overrated beer and pair it with Captain Phasma. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot because, about that. you know, she continues to be useless? overrated yeah. and useless. And a total waste of Gwendolyn Christie, who's amazing. You guys are missing a lot of uh, off-mic stand-up from Javi. He has a lot of <laughs> material. He has a whole yeah. nightclub act based around Phasma. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't know exactly which. I don't know. Just in your in your mind, dear listener, just think of the most overrated beer, and that's what we'll go with Captain Phasma. <laughs> just she's the equivalent of a drain pour. The yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Dream poor. You know, one sure. I could not equate was Chewy. Like, what? Who would? Who would he match up with? Like beer wise, uh, something kind of bourbony. I think, uh, like a strong bourbony. Think it'd be like a barrel aged something. It's got to be. I know. I think that's too fancy. I feel like yeah. him, Han, Poe, like all those guys. They're like blue collar dudes that just happen to be there at the right time. So I think yeah. they would still stay. Uh, strong to their roots and have something like easy to drink. Then again, uh, it'll also rip your arms off, so you need something that's a little more stout. <laughs> yeah, you need something that's like uh, light and drinkable, but also is like a 14% ABV. Yeah. I think that kind of fits him. Like, are there Imperial Pale Ales or something <laughs> like that? The, you know, something like, like that? Like an Imperial Black Lager or something. Maybe yeah. that would fit him. You know, it's a lager, but it's also, you know. Well, the, the uh, Avery Tequila Cerberus would be good. That's a barrel aged yeah. uh, sour ale. Maybe Light, it's but it's, from, an, uh, it's a butt kicker. Founders or something? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things you got to really sit down and think about it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I'd love to hear what other people think about, like, what's yeah, the Java? What's your Phasma? Hit us up at the mark on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or you can contact not us any on of us. any other any channels. Any other people. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 125 of Brew Bloods. If you're not subscribed to the show, you should be. It's absolutely free, and you can find us through every single podcast app out there. And you can find links on our website, brewbloods.net. And this holiday season, don't forget to give your friends the gift of Brew Bloods. Tell them about the show or grab their phone and subscribe to the show for them. If you have any feedback on the show, you can email us at brewbloodsshow at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 469-573-BEER. That's 469-573-2337. Or you can find us on all of the social channels as at BrewBloods. So for Dustin, Javi, and Jennifer, this is Mark saying happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Festivus. Stay safe out there, drink responsibly, and never, ever drink and drive. We'll catch you guys in 2018. Probst. Probst.